if there is a thread that sort of weaves itself through Luke's gospel, it is Luke's constant reference to the fact that Jesus is making his way to Jerusalem. For Luke, often the encounters or the settings, the scenarios where Jesus finds himself are on the way to Jerusalem. This sense of journey we ourselves have adopted and we often speak of our life as a journey or we speak of our faith journey. We don't often want to think of what the end of that journey is and at some point in life we forget where we started and where we began. But we are in between. We are in the midst of the journey. And on the way, the strength that the Father bestows on Jesus finds its way out of him, through him, into those who come searching for healing, searching for a new lease on their life's journey. Today, Luke tells us that yes, Jesus is on the way to Jerusalem and he's moving from Samaria to Galilee, Galilee to Samaria, sort of in between when he arrives at a village that is unnamed. There's a lot of in-between places on our journey. Those places where we're not where we were and we're not yet where we hope to go or intend to go. Places or moments where we, we might not even be sure of where we are or whether it is the best place for us or if it's the place that will give us the most strength or, or the most comfort to embrace what lies ahead which is the unknown, the not yet. Naaman is a foreigner in the land of the Israelites. He doesn't, he doesn't really belong there, but he feels called to go to that place and to meet Elisha, the holy man of God. And there they have this wonderful conversation, most of it in the section before today's first reading. And Naaman wants to be cleansed. And Elisha tells him that he should go and bathe in the river. And Naaman is not, not too impressed with that because he thinks he has better places to bathe at home. And he was hoping for something more from Elisha, the man of God. And so at first he refuses, but his companions urge him to do what Elisha says, and he does, and he's cleansed, and he's overwhelmed with what has taken place. And he wants to give a gift to Elisha, and as you heard, Elisha refuses. And Naaman says, if I just had some of the dirt, some of the land of the holy man, and take it to my place, then our God, your God would be my God, and we would be connected 
in this journey on the land. The Samaritan in the gospel, like Naaman, is in a place where he doesn't belong, according to social conventions. He finds himself outside of the community of lepers where they were made to live. And he comes before Jesus with the others, seeking a healing. And Luke points out, and he was a Samaritan, meaning he was not one of them. He did not belong. In my ministry and in your lives, I am sure, you have often met people who feel they don't belong in the midst of the community of believers who would not dare think of themselves as being part of the body of Christ. And if they are, it would be just for a moment. They wouldn't feel they could stay. For reasons that are sometimes understandable, sometimes and often painful, they simply do not feel that they belong that they are in some sort of strange in-between place. And maybe it's because of a broken relationship. Maybe it's because of some sexual preference in their relationship, in their life. Maybe it's from being away from the church for many years. One person told me one time it had been 42 years since they had been in the church. And by that, they meant the physical space. And the person said to me, what do you think the Lord is saying to me? And I said, well, maybe the Lord is saying, I've been waiting for 42 years, and here you are. And they started to cry. We've all been in those in-between places. And when we're in those places, we cry out, like the lepers today, like Naaman. We cry out to the Lord, have pity on me, take care of me, show me what I need to do, where I'm going, tell me what's next. Look at me with the eyes of a parental God. Ask God to hold me. Luke says that in response to their cry, Jesus looked at them, saw them. And in the scripture you know that there are code words. And so when any of the gospel writers say that Jesus looked at them, they usually mean it wasn't just a physical awareness, that when Jesus looks at someone, Jesus looks deep into the person, sees deep within their anguish or their joy or their faith or their humility or their love or their anxiousness. Jesus sees who they are and more importantly, who they can be. He sees with the heart of compassion and understands the cry. We come to this place 
this place of liturgical encounter. And it is a kind of in-between place from where we have come the last few days or whatever and to where we are taking where we are to where we're going. And like the one who is healed, here we come face to face with the source of that healing. We come with a posture of thanksgiving. We don't come with any obligation to return, as Naaman did, some sort of gift to the Holy One because we run out of imagination to try and gift God. But we are grateful nonetheless and able to live with a new sense of hope and a new sense that we have been seen by God.